Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Friday, June 23rd, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, the Guardians sweep the A's uh, thanks to Josh Bell and uh, Miles Straw coming through, picking up uh, rookie Logan Allen uh, with some big hits in the fifth inning on uh, Thursday, an afternoon game that saw the Guardians, uh, you know, sort of spread it out there towards the end. Uh, but uh, they were they were having trouble with Oakland's uh, J.P. Sears until Josh Bell stepped up in the fifth inning and uh, just absolutely obliterated a ball to left field. Yeah, that was uh, the sweeper, Joe. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Josh Bell said he hit a sweeper. I'm not sure. He's still not sure exactly what a sweeper is. I think it's just a slider that breaks a little more. But he he sent that sweeper off the uh, the the Miller Light sign uh, hanging off the uh, pedestrian bridge above the uh, home run porch in left field, and it sounded you could hear the clang throughout the ballpark. It was that was quite a shot. Yeah, he came very close to dotting the I in Ohio, where it says proudly brewed in Ohio. Uh, he hit the H instead of the I. Uh, it would have been uh, pretty impressive. It's, you know, it made you think of the uh, the time that Mark McGuire hit the uh, the Budweiser sign in left field uh, and nearly dotted the I in Budweiser with the, the home run ball. Uh, that was back in 1997 off of Oral Hershiser. So uh, some, some uh, you know, a great history there in the ballpark of uh, – of hitting beer signs with home runs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that it, it, you, you ask Josh, uh, you know, what it felt like to, you know, to, when you know, you got one, when you know, you, you hit one like that. And all he's, all he said was, I just hoped it stayed fair because the, uh, the wind was blowing and it sort of wrapped around the foul pole a little bit, but, uh, that was uh, Miles straw in the dugout said, uh, that, you know, as soon as he hit it, he he stopped watching the ball in flight because he knew that knew that it was gone. All he did was, you know, sort of turn his attention back to the field and watch uh, watch the the guys to make sure it stayed fair. Yeah, he crushed that ball, and uh, hopefully that's a good sign because if you get uh, if you get Josh Bell going and uh, Jose Ramirez and and Josh Naylor, the two guys that have basically been hitting in front of him. Uh, in the third and fourth spot, if you can get those three guys going, you're going to do some damage. So uh, that was really, really encouraging. Speaking of getting a guy going, uh, Miles Straw with a couple of hits. Uh, he came up after Josh Bell with uh, Andres Jimenez on second base and hit a ball that off the bat 
Uh, it made you stop and watch because you thought, oh, here we go. We, we, we're we going to finally see a Miles Straw home run. Uh, the ball was hit out to left field. It hit off the top of the wall. It went for a triple, uh, an RBI triple to put the, the Guardians up 2-1. to one. Uh, But Miles Straw has not hit a home run in uh, a little little bit more than a thousand plate appearances. His last home run was August of 2021 in Texas. Uh, The ball that he hit yesterday uh, would have been a home run in seven ballparks, seven of the 30 major league ballparks, uh, but not in Oakland, not in Cleveland. Uh, So, um, you know, just uh, that sort of, uh, you know, Miles Straw knows he's not a home run hitter, but uh, still every once in a while, it's it's nice to see one go over the fence. Uh, and and he, he seems pretty comfortable with himself, you know, just uh, having made a few changes there at the plate and, um, you know, some adjustments that seem to be working. Yeah, uh, Joe, I did see him hit a home run in spring training this year, so he can do it. I guess he's got to be in Arizona with the light air and the wind blowing out, maybe. But I, there, it could happen this year, I think. If he, you know, if he's hopefully he start, keeps hitting like he has recently, he stays in the lineup, and eventually, you know, he pops one out of the park. But he's he's using some new bats that Chris Faleka uh, ordered for him. They've got a big, uh, bigger, a, a skinnier, skinny handle and a a bigger knob at the end of the bat. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what that helps, how that helps him, but, uh, you know, he had a triple and he had a single, uh, yesterday, uh, scored a run, uh, and he's, you know, he's, he's hitting, uh, he's doing over his last seven or eight games, you know, he, he's put the ball in play. He's got some hits. He's, uh, stolen. I mean, he's, he scored some runs. And as, you know, Terry Francona said, uh, yesterday, uh, he makes a big difference when he gets on base because he turns the lineup over. Yeah, he said we're uh, Tito said we're a different team when Miles Straw is hitting and uh and that was evident yesterday in the in the late innings as well. Uh he uh he changed his walk-up music uh uh for uh, recently he he's now walking up to Mo Money Mo Problems uh by uh I believe it's uh, uh P Diddy and uh um I I, I don't off the top of my head, I can't remember uh, who else is, is on the record. But, uh, you know, maybe a subtle message there after, uh, you know, trying to get things right in his head about the, uh, the the pressures of having signed a contract and, you know, being a year removed from that. And maybe maybe he's in a good place, uh, you know, mentally as, as well. Uh, so, so yeah, that's uh, it, it's a good thing to see Miles Straw hitting the ball and, and turning the lineup over, like you said. Uh, the Guardians get their first sweep. Uh, of the season. It was the first time they'd swept a series this year. Uh, they've got a four-game win streak. It matches their longest uh, win streak of the season. Uh, and now they're they're creeping up on that 500 mark. Yeah, Joe, you know, they have not been at 500 since uh, April 28th when they were 13 and 13. Uh, they've not been uh, within two games of 500, which they are right now, since May 9th when they were 17 and 19. So they're getting closer uh, you know the twins are at uh, the twins are at uh, just uh, I think 38 and 30 37 maybe they just uh, no they're 38 and 38 so they just got back to 500. Uh, Cleveland is a game back so you know they're they're starting to play some good baseball Joe and uh, you know you've got a good team coming in in Milwaukee here this this uh, this weekend and then they go to Kansas City so if they can you know play some good baseball they should be able to. Uh, 
make a move on the twins, make you make an even stronger move on the twins in the next, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Yeah, if you've you've got uh, Milwaukee coming in, and then uh, the the road trip is Kansas City and Chicago uh, for the Cubs, and you know the Cubs are, aren't exactly lighting the world on fire either. So, uh, two two beatable teams there that you're you're, you're playing coming up. Uh, you know, speaking of getting closer, uh, Cal Quantrill scheduled to throw uh, today in Columbus. Uh, don't know if that's still the plan, uh, but. Uh, you know, Quantrill uh, getting out there on the mound and being able to, to throw competitive innings, uh, a good sign as long as he stays healthy and, and can get back uh, to, to sort of bolster that uh, starting rotation. Because as we saw yesterday, Logan Allen, uh, the rookie left-hander, uh, threw a lot of pitches uh, early in the game. Uh, he had some deep counts and wound up uh, hitting, what, almost 90 pitches uh, through just four innings. Uh, and, and he was gone early, and it was up to the, the Guardians' bullpen to sort of pick him up. Yeah, Joe, he threw 89, uh, 89 pitches, 55 strikes in four innings, four scoreless innings, so he was doing okay. But, you know, Frank Kona has, uh, you know, voiced his concern about this uh, with him and Bybee, the, you know, two of the rookies in a, in a rotation. And, um, you know, they just they just want to be careful with them. And if you throw you know, 80 or 90, 80, you know, close to 90 pitches in four innings, you're, you're, you're working really, really hard. So I think they're trying to protect them, obviously. Bybee on Sunday in his start against Arizona threw 105 pitches in five innings. They, you know, they, they took him out. They got him out of there after that. So, you know, it's, it's a point of concern, I think, uh, you know, with Quantrill coming back. Um, you know, if he makes, you know, maybe he makes a, another rehab start, but I would think he's going to go back into that rotation and maybe, uh, you know, just, uh, kind of, you know, maybe give these guys a break or, you know, I'm not sure how they're going to work it. You know, they've got three rookies in the rotation now, but, uh, if one of them go back to a uh, triple I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, we'll have to see how that works out. Yeah, and you know we're not even to the All Star break yet, so you, you gotta think about that. You know, these guys are gonna have to spread things out. Once at the major league level, once you're you're starting to get into that last phase of your development as a young pitcher, uh, you, you learn how to be more efficient, how to um, how to finish batters off, and you know how you don't have to strike everybody out in order to be effective. Uh, and, and throw that many pitches. That was one of the things I remember uh, Shane Bieber, uh, you know, was at sort of this phase where where he threw a lot of pitches. Uh, he would get a lot of strikeouts, but, uh, you know, through five or six innings, he was he was done. He couldn't go deeper into games. Uh, that's uh, the next step for these guys is to learn how to maximize what they're doing. And, uh, you know, instead of throwing six pitches to every batter, you know, throw one or two and get it out, and that's a uh, that's a, a good thing. Yeah, you induce that early contact. Uh, you know, get some ground balls, and you get out of the inning, and you're able to go deeper into the game. It's you know, it's simple math, I guess. Even I understand it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, and I, God, when you're talking about a lot of pitches, do you remember how Danny Salazar that one game against the White Sox in Chicago? He struck out about eleven guys in four and a third innings, but he, he was over a hundred pitches and they had to take him out of the, out of the game. So that's, that's a prime example of, uh, you know, what we're talking about here. Well, I, I remember the game at home when, uh, when Trevor Bauer had a no hitter going through like the fifth inning, uh, I believe it was against Kansas city. 
and and they had to pull him uh, earlier than they wanted to, maybe like in the sixth or seventh, because uh, he had just thrown so many pitches, and they 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 didn't. And even if, even though it was Trevor Bauer, a guy who could throw a lot of pitches, uh, they they still they had to be smart with him, uh, and and they pulled him. Uh, I believe he had lost the no hitter at one point, but uh, it, it was still a really good start, and he was uh, he had thrown so many pitches that they were, they didn't want to risk his health. Yeah, and uh, we saw that. Uh, you know what? I, the one time they they let Tristan go. Remember when Tristan had the perfect yep. game in Detroit? Mm-hmm. They kind of let him go a little longer than than normal. But uh, he then he gave up the hit. I think in the seventh or eighth inning. Uh, but uh, you know, in, in a special occasion like that, I think you you obviously kind of you're weighing you know a couple different things. But if a guy's got 89 pitches in the fourth inning like Allen did yesterday, you've got no choice but to take him out if you're a manager and you're being responsible. Right. And and what really hurt Allen in that game yesterday was the the fourth inning. He walked three guys in that inning. He struck out two in that inning, but he walked three guys. I think all three of his walks came in that, that fourth inning and he worked out of the jam, but it was a, it was a 29 pitch inning. And it's not just, you know, if you're throwing a hundred pitches and you've got a couple of 15 pitch innings and, you know, you're, you're a little deeper in the game that way, you know, it's not as stressful. Tito said in, in the post game, uh, it, it, it's not as stressful, but a, 30 pitch inning with guys on base and you're, you're constantly having to make good pitches. Uh, you're, you're putting a lot more strain on the arm than necessarily a, a high pitch count game where you go a little deeper and you're, you spread things out a little more. Yeah. Great point. And I think we saw another example of that Joe on uh, uh Wednesday night when uh, mm-hmm. Gavin Williams made his, made his debut, you know, he had that bit, he had the long uh, third inning where he gives up four, four runs, you know, faces uh, faces uh, seven guys, and then he comes back with a seven pitch fourth inning and a five pitch sixth inning or a fifth inning, excuse me. So that keeps him in the game a little longer. So he goes five and two thirds. You know, so that's the kind of you know you you have to be able to do that kind of thing. Right, and it's again, it's all something that will come with experience. I don't think anybody's doubting any of these these rookies as in terms of their their talent and their ability to, to make pitches and, and get, uh, you know, major league hitters out. Uh, it's just making the adjustments now and learning from these, these early, you know, we're talking about 11 starts into their career for, for Allen and Bybee and, you know, uh, Gavin Williams shortly thereafter. So uh, these guys are, are going to continue to learn and, and grow and, and they're going to, you know, one of these times they're going to go out there and they're going to give you seven innings and you're going to go, wow, they, they really seem to have things clicking. So uh, just a, a lot of excitement around these guys being in the rotation uh, for the near future. Um, Want to give an update on Will Brennan, uh, the uh, rookie right fielder who left Wednesday's game with an injured right shoulder. He did not play on Thursday. Uh, Tito said with a lefty uh, starting for Milwaukee on Friday that it was probably uh, likely that Brennan would not start uh, the game on Friday. Uh, we have not heard if they will make any uh, roster moves or if it's a, an injury list sort of situation. Uh, Tito didn't seem to, to sort of let on that way that it, he thought it was going to go that way, but I guess it all really depends on how Brennan, you know, reports in when he gets to the clubhouse this, uh, this afternoon um, you know, we could see uh, a move. Uh, I, I don't know how likely it is, but 
you know, one name that comes to mind, and even though he hasn't had a lot of uh, time, a lot of plate appearances at AAA this year, uh, is George Valera, uh, one of the top uh, prospects in uh, position player prospects in the uh, the Guardians minor league system. Yeah, Joe, uh, he just came off the IL at Columbus, had a hamstring problem, and then he missed most of spring training with that hamate bone uh, problem in the right hand, uh, recovering from surgery there. So, you know, he is, yeah, he would he would help out. He would, if they have to put Brennan on the IL, um, he could, you could, Francona could still have a platoon, so to speak, of Arias and Valera to play right field or, you know, and Aries can play other positions as well. So uh, we'll have to see how that goes. And I think Oscar Gonzalez is another candidate, uh, you know, depending how this thing shakes out. But, you know, Brennan, really, that catch he made, Joe, uh, in the fourth inning against uh, Jason Peterson, uh, where he got injured, that was a, that was a great catch. That was That was a highlight, maybe one of the best defensive plays I've seen all year. Yeah, and it's exciting to see that he really sort of saved Gavin Williams there uh, at, at the start of that inning. Uh, you know, that's a that's an extra base hit and more pitches he's got to throw out of the stretch uh, uh, in that situation. And uh, you know, Will Brennan saved him from it. So, uh, you know, never question the effort or the hustle or the heart for uh, for Will Brennan. That's one thing that he always brings to the table uh, when he's out there playing in the outfield. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, who uh, the, the Guardians are chasing in the um, AL Central, they got Byron Buxton back off the injured list. Uh, I believe he was out uh, with courtesy of a Tanner Bybee fastball to the ribs was the, uh, was the reason why he had been on the, uh, the IL for a while. Um, Buxton with a two-home run game uh, yesterday uh, for the Twins, uh, just, uh, you know, making them a little more dangerous as they're uh, continuing to try and stay in front in the AL Central. Yeah, two monster shots against Boston. Both traveled over 460 feet at target field. Uh, when Buxton's right, Joe, there is he is a dangerous, dangerous guy. I mean, I know they're protecting him this year. You know, he's mostly DH and he hasn't played a lot of center field. But, uh, boy, when he was healthy and he he was a two-way guy, he he might have been the best player in baseball, I thought, but he's he's one of those guys that just can't stay healthy. The Twins have gone out of their way. They signed him to the extension over the over the winter. Um, you know they uh, they have tried, and now they're just trying every way they can to keep him on the field. And uh, if they they have to keep him out of it uh, out of the you know from playing defense, I guess that's that's the way they're going to be. That's what that's how they'll they'll do it. But what a talent! Yeah, uh, and, and uh, just a reminder, if you want uh, injury updates uh, on guys like Will Brennan, uh, you know, the latest uh, on our thoughts on the AL Central and the chase there, uh, sign up for cleveland.com slash subtext, our subscription service. It's $3.99 a month uh, to subscribe to text directly to your phone uh, from Hoinsey myself, uh, and, and you can, uh, you know, send your thoughts and questions back to us. Uh, we love hearing from our, our subtext, subtext subscribers, uh, you know, shooting them uh, some uh, some thoughts about, uh, you know, Josh Bell's home run and, uh, and anything we were feeling, uh, you know, during the game yesterday. It was a lot of fun uh, chatting with you guys. Uh, 216-208-4346 is the number you can send a text to, and we'll send you a link back to sign up for it or go to cleveland.com slash, slash subtext. 
Uh, finally, uh, Paul, the uh, the announcement yesterday that the finalists for the All-Star Game uh, voting, the balloting, uh, were, were released in the American League. No uh, Guardians players are among the finalists, so Cleveland will not have a starter in uh, in the All-Star Game, unlike last year when Andres Jimenez started at second base. Uh, he was an injury replacement, even though he wasn't voted in. Um, but there will likely be no uh, no Guardians starting in the All-Star Game, uh, other than Emmanuel Classe, who's pretty much a lock for the game uh, to make the roster. Uh, there's possibility that uh, Josh Naylor or um, Jose Ramirez gets selected by the players and coaches, uh, and then after that, if 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 there aren't any other Guardians on the list. Uh, it's up to the league for uh, injury replacements to see uh, who gets a, a chance to go to Seattle. Yeah, Joe, uh, too bad. You know, it's always fun when uh, the the team, uh, you know, you're, if you're a fan and your your favorite player, your players on your team get to go to the All-Star game. It's a, it's a fun experience. It's good. You know, it's a kind of, a, you know, the, it's just it's a, it's a relaxing game to watch. There's there's not a lot of pressure. You know, it's just it's just a fun time. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I think the Guardians performance, you know, earlier in the season probably hurt them. And uh, so we'll see. But, you know, I would think, like you said, Class A, you know, he's worth the price of admission right there. We saw that last year in the All-Star game. And I'm sure the American League would love to have him back and close out another uh, American League victory. All right, uh, three games against the uh, the Brewers this weekend at Progressive Field. Uh, Shane Bieber on the mound, uh, and uh, at the end of the this, this series, uh, you get to see uh, Corbin Burns for Milwaukee. Actually, two of the uh, two of the three uh, pitchers for Milwaukee uh, this series have uh, have thrown no hitters uh, against Cleveland in, uh, in in recent years. So, uh, should be uh, you know a, a, an interesting competitive weekend at the ballpark. Uh, looking forward to it. Wade Miley and Corbin Burns. That's a bad combination for if for anyone, any Guardians fan with a short term for a, for a, that can remember back in 2021 when they were getting no hit. It seemed like every other day. So, well, hopefully things the worm has turned, Joe. Yeah, it's, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Hoinsey, we'll uh, check back in with you on Monday with another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll catch up with you then. All right, buddy.